0: The Stories Podcast is brought to you by McGiggins Grilled Cheese. Come and get your grivlies. Recording live from Dallas, Texas. It's Friday night at midnight, so you know what that means, folks. It's time to party with your host, Kevin McInerney. And with him, as always, a Pointless Story. <clears throat> well, thank you, fellas. Hi, everybody. I'm Kevin McInerney. I'm going to be your host this evening, and I'm going to tell you the story of of my wife and I's trip to South Padre Island. Now Emily sent in this story. Uh, she submitted it to pointless-hyphen-stories.com, and it's one of the craziest stories that we have together. We have a million stories. You're gonna hear them all, but this one is particularly insane because it includes walk a flock of flame, tons of whiskey, and. One of the craziest beach experiences i've ever had and i've been to the beach a lot so to start off this story i got to give you a little bit of background um emily and i were living together it was 2017 we were planning kind of a trip for her 22nd birthday we hadn't really decided what we were going to do but we got this kind of bonehead idea last minute to take a weekend trip to south padre island because it was kind of around spring break And we'd never done the traditional college spring break trip. And we decided we're going to go to South Padre Island and we're going to turn up for spring break 2017 like we've never turned up before. So to do that, I needed to make some money. And when you work at the bar and you need to make money, you have to, you know, haggle with your coworkers to pick up your shifts and cover some of their shifts so to get my weekend covered because i was the friday night bartender saturday night bartender i had to make sure that i got those shifts covered which was going to be easy those are like the easiest shifts to give up because of the moneymaker shifts but to make enough money to have a good time at south padre island i was gonna have to make some cash so i had to pick up some shifts too i couldn't just get my shifts covered so in doing that i got no sleep before this trip so i worked Wednesday night, which was trivia night at our bar. And if you've ever been to trivia night at a bar, it's kind of the same thing, but our host was actually pretty badass. He would drink double whiskey Cokes all night long. And by the end of the night, he was just a hysterical MC. And everyone would just tip like crazy because they'd win a bunch of money. Like they won gift cards all the time, but you can't tip on the gift cards and they know that. And a lot of these guys are racking tabs with these gift cards because they're all really, really smart. And the trivia competition in Denton is surprisingly strong. But they would tip out really well, so Wednesday nights were pretty sweet. So I picked up Wednesday night. And then I also picked up Thursday morning, which really sucks. It's like a four-hour turnaround for me because I wake up really early. But I'd get home at about 4 a.m., like kind of try and crash as best I can, but I would be up by like 9.30, get there by 10. But sometimes I would get there by 9.30. I think this was one of the times where I got there at around 9.30. So I got up at like eight. So I got four hours of sleep. Go do the morning shift, which is usually just let's set up the entire bar and make sure that they're not gonna be screwed for a Thursday night. Make sure everything's prepped up. So I did that. It went really well, obviously. I made some money in the morning. You don't make a ton. You make like 25 bucks on a shitty you know, Thursday morning. But sometimes you know, you have some people that are, little bit hungover and they you know a lot of the time they would come in for the lunch special it was like barbecue brisket sandwiches so a lot of people would come in for that and it was only like five bucks it was a steal and then people would you know get drinks and stuff like that but regardless I picked up a shift that morning and then I closed that night Thursday night to make some extra cash last minute because our plan was to leave right after I got off work Thursday night at 4 a.m. technically Friday morning so our plan was to go Friday saturday leave sunday in south Padre island so i've made about 200 bucks so not a lot but at this time emily was kind of the breadwinner in the family um i made pretty good money at the bar and we kind of spent it having fun and doing whatever and you know obviously on rent and other shit like that but you know emily had a steady job she was working at the daycare and was kicking ass every day and she made pretty good money um so she had kind of planned it out a little bit more than I did. I was thinking, let's just leave and we'll go down there and we'll figure it out. But while I was at work that night, Emily had actually found a place and saw there was a room available. But needless to say, I get off at 4 a.m. and I drive home. And I think Emily may think that this is like partially a bluff, like we're not actually going to go. Because I get there and she's like asleep in bed and the lights are off. So I get in there and I flip on the freaking lights and I say, hey, pack your shit, we're going to South Padre, and we pack up the car, and we decide to go, and I drive the whole way, and that was crazy, because I had no sleep, let me, let me preface that, and I think I've kind of cleared that up, I was on four hours of sleep, and I'm talking, I'm dead tired, because I don't know what I did the night before, but I know that I probably was out and about, because Tuesday night was like pool league, and people were out, and I was Probably out drinking because I didn't work Tuesday nights. Or maybe I did work Tuesday nights. I think Tuesday nights I did work. I might have been... I just didn't have a lot of sleep. Let's just, let's just put it that way. I didn't have a lot of sleep. And I was about to drive eight and a half hours to South Padre Island from Denton at 4 a.m. on Friday morning. And so we stop and get some Red Bulls and we start going. And I'm feeling weird immediately already because we're driving in the night and it's really the morning and I'm just dead tired already. But then the Red Bull starts to kick in and I'm just jamming. I pretty much, if I'm driving, I'm jamming and I'm probably singing along the whole time and it helps me stay awake. So I put on, you know, my favorite tunes and I just look at the open road with an open mind and I just keep on driving. But we only stopped once and we stopped in, I think it was in Buddha or Buddha or whatever the hell you want to call it by Austin because our roommate Christian, shout out DJ Razorblade, Follow him on all social platforms when the best DJs ever live. Um, <laughs> shout out one time, big time, shout out actually. But he was from that town. So we're like, oh shit, yeah, let's stop here. So we stop at like an HEB or some shit. And I'd never been to HEB and heard all the hype and decided, oh, okay, we'll check it out. And I go in there and I get like a naked juice or something like that. I was thinking I need to be healthy right now because I'm all I have in my system is like, Frickin' Red Bull and that's it. I think I had some some dinner at the bar or maybe some lunch. I didn't eat. I just know I hadn't eaten and all I had in my stomach was Red Bull and Naked Juice. And I don't think that's a good mix. I mean, you can be the judge yourself, but I don't think it did me any, any justice. But we kept driving and we we end up hitting this crazy storm. Like, probably two hours outside of South Padre Island. And we're driving in Emily's Buick. Which, another story in itself, oh, my homie Casey Treywick just showed up, just rolled in. Dog's going crazy, you guys probably heard it. But if you didn't, it's all good, we're just gonna keep rolling. Um, but yeah, so we're driving, and the storm is just pouring down rain. And Emily is not a fan of storms. She doesn't like lightning, she doesn't like thunder, definitely doesn't like tornado warnings because we'll hide in the bathroom with bicycle helmets on but we're driving and it's torrential downpour and we're in this old buick that she got from her grandparents which later got jacked while we were on a trip to colorado which is a whole another story which i will tell later not in this podcast but definitely in another one but we're driving and i'm just trying to keep it as chill as possible because i'm definitely freaking out because it's to the point where the windshield wipers are on full blast and you can't see a thing it's just pouring down rain and I'm just holding on for dear life and hoping that we don't crash the car all the while acting like this is no big deal so Emily doesn't get even more freaked out than she already is but we're just bumping like old music I put on like Chance the Rapper acid rap and we're just bumping tunes while this storm just comes in and out like it would go pouring down rain to no rain to pouring down rain to no rain periodically for like 20 minutes so we end up driving there it was we get there it's no issues we finally make it to the island we stop somewhere and i get a beer like at a gas station and i have emily drive for like onto the island because i'm just exhausted at this point and for some reason i'm like yeah beer will totally help so let's stop at this gas station so i can get a beer um <laughs> so we pull up to the spot and it doesn't look that bad it's kind of shysty i don't know if sheisty is the right word but it was just kind of like a little sketchy i don't know we weren't on the best part of the island let's put it that way we weren't on the island or the part of the island where you see people with like you know jeeps and like cool shit like driving on the the sand and like doing cool shit we're in like kind of the sketchy area because we planned it like within 24 hours of taking off so we go in the guy's super nice we're kind of young like i think emily had it was her 22nd birthday so i was 21 she was 22 We're obviously there to get fucked up. The dude knows it. It's spring break and he's like kind of worried we're going to fuck up the room, I think, because we have the dopest room (laughs) in the whole spot. We got the room that if you walk out of our door, you're in a hot tub, like two steps and you're in the hot tub, like one wrong move when you're drunk, like walking out to get ice or something and you're in the hot tub partying. But we definitely took advantage. It was dope. We like get there. We put all of our shit down. First thing we do is like, all right, let's go check out the beach. We're really close to the beach. So we put on our swimsuits and, you know, you think you're going to put on your swimsuit when you open up your bag and you're at the fucking beach because you went on a beach trip. But when you pack at 4 a.m. after a closing bar shift, sometimes you forget some shit because you're packing too fast and you think you wouldn't forget a swimsuit, but you totally do. So you put on some basketball shorts and you walk with your girlfriend uh, to the beach. So we did that and it was cool. We brought some chairs that were like... At the like the little hotel spot that we were at I think it was a hotel there was like a bunch of different rooms but they had like chairs you could take but they're all kind of shitty so we grab some chairs we go out there it's kind of overcast like it wasn't like the sunniest evening we got there it was like kind of midday and we decided okay let's uh let's go get some food like let's go get some dinner here in a little bit so we, we go back to the hotel we hit the hot tub for a little bit we're kind of getting settled. Then that was when we really decided to go get food. It was like, okay, now let's actually go get some food. So I start looking shit up and I find this place. You know, it's not like, I didn't know what to expect. I just Googled some shit that's still open. Like it's kind of late out, like or late. It's like not everything's open and we didn't want to hit a drive-thru. I wanted to get some seafood. We're right on the beach. So we end up finding this place called Louis Backyard. Now, if you've been to South Padre Island, apparently you know what the fuck Louis Backyard is because it's like the coolest spot in town where all the concerts happen during spring break and if you're dumb like me you don't know any of that shit, and you're just like let's go get some some shrimp at louie's backyard so we show up and there's no one there so we're like okay this i love it when a place is empty i don't know about you guys i love going to like a restaurant or a bar and there's no one there so you can just sit there and get the best service and get your food promptly and get a bunch of refills and get kind of lit really quickly and tip out the server and know that it was like hey this is a great experience so that's what I'm looking forward to there's no one there we're drinking like I'm drinking a Miller Lite Emily's drinking some crazy drinks they had like these like punch specials she got some blue fruity drink and we got like some fried fish basket and we're splitting it we're eating fries and all that and it was cool but so we, we're sitting there and we're, I'm like two beers in and it's going pretty good. But the waiter comes over cause, and I'm starting to realize like I see people out front kind of lining up down the walk. And when we got there, there was no one here. So I'm like confused. I asked the waiter like, Hey, what's going on? There's a lot of people waiting. And he's like, Hey, yeah, there's a, there's a show tonight. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. Like, do we have to leave? Like, we didn't know. Like, is it okay? If we like, what's the plan? Like, do we gotta go? We need to close out? and he ends up being super cool he's like no yeah you guys can stay like you guys have been here do you want me to get you guys some wristbands and we're like well hell yeah like well what, what's the show like yeah we'll get wristbands he's like oh it's walk a flock of flame and that just rings in my ear for a second um he, he's already going to get the wristbands but i'm just sitting there like holy shit did he just say walk a flock of flame i'm having flashback memories to me and my brother bumping flock of valley going nuts and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm going to see Waka Flocka Flame for free, like on like on a whim. So we're like, okay, we have to stay. But I, remember, guys, I have had no sleep. So I am exhausted and I'm like, I can't pass this up. I can't leave and tell my friends, oh yeah, we went to South Padre Island and we almost saw Waka Flocka Flame. I have to see Waka Flocka Flame. So <laughs> he comes over, he gives us the wristbands and I'm like, well, let's get some more beers, obviously. So people start filing in once they finally like start letting everyone in and it's just filling up immediately and I'm starting to get a little overwhelmed now I don't know if this is like an old age thing or like just growing up with like rowdy friends or like just being in, in big public areas like I don't really like it I don't like being in super crowded places I'm kind of a big guy I bump into people a lot and I kind of look intimidating but I'm just a really nice guy so it's like kind of shitty like I feel like if there was an altercation i might end up getting punched because i just look like someone who might punch someone but i probably wouldn't i would probably just like leave unless like someone hit me and obviously i'm gonna punch up because i'm not a wimp so don't think i'm a wimp <laughs> but so we're there and i'm tripping out a little bit because i really need sleep and i'm dying and i can't muster up the courage to stay but obviously i'm staying in my brain i'm like I gotta go to sleep but in my other part of my brain the cooler part the part that has yeezys and it's like a cool guy who listens to good music and has fun is like kevin shut up you're not going to sleep you're gonna stay for waka Flocka. but so this dj comes out and he's like the opener for waka Flocka flame and i don't know where he's from i don't know his whole deal or whatever but he had a strobe light going the whole time And I don't know if you've ever not had a lot of sleep and you're at the club and the strobe light starts going off and you just start feeling like you're going to fall to the ground and throw up on yourself. But that's how I was feeling. And if you felt like that, you know, it's not fun. But so I'm sitting there just dying. I'm like, I'm I'm like ready to just like I'm ready to go to like the corner of the bar and just like hide out because this light that is flashing, like the strobe light, obviously it's just messing with my head. And then here come the here come the crew from the bar, passing out these freaking like when you go to the airport and there's the guy directing the planes. I don't know what those wands are called, but he's got he's passing these out and they're all rainbow colored and crazy and strobing too. And everyone's got them. And the DJ is loving it. He's like wah 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 wah, like just like that kind of DJ. Not like we're listening to some jams and everyone's loving the tunes it's like the like hard electronic techno dubstep DJ which if you're into that shit he was probably a boss because people were doing all these cool dance moves that I would never do if someone was looking at me but they were doing them like it was going out of style and I was I was all there for it and whatever so Waka Flocka comes on I lose my freaking mind. I'm singing every word except for the N-word because you can't do that when you're white, but they were there's a bunch of white people definitely doing it, but you can't do that because you look like a fool. And I'm still going nuts because I love Waka Flocka. We were just, oh my gosh, Emily and I are just like in awe of the just the events that transpired. We get to South Padre Island, we get the dopest spot in the hotel, we get the hot tub outside the room, and then we get to see Waka Flocka Flame for free after eating some semi-good seafood and drinking some semi well beer. But crazy first night. And that's just the first night of the, of the weekend trip. So we wake up the next day riding this high of, oh my gosh, we just saw Waka Flocka Flame. And apparently, Russ, if you know Russ, you know, obviously one of the most talented and most respected rappers in the game. Everyone... And their mother knows Russ and loves him so much because he's so good. And like he said, he's better than Drake. But this was when Russ was the shit. It was 2017. He had that hit song that you know the name of probably if you're a Russ fan. And if you don't know the name of it, you probably would hear it and be like, I remember that song. And he was performing. He was headlining Saturday night. And we were like, oh, shit, we're going to go to that too. But so Saturday, we're like, okay, cool. Let's turn up. We're going to the beach. We're getting turned. So we go to the liquor store, we buy one of those shitty styrofoam coolers, we buy some shitty light beer, we pour that shit in the cooler, we get some ice for that cooler, and we put it in a little wagon and we take it to the beach. But along with that beer, we also panic bought some liquor cause you always wanna cover all your bases and you know, sometimes liquor's cool. And sometimes it's not, but sometimes it is. And this is one of those times where it was not cool because that happens too. <laughs> so I buy four pints of Kentucky Deluxe. If you know what Kentucky Deluxe is, you're a real whiskey drinker. You probably have, you know, had that moment where you're drinking KD with your buddies and you're just looking at yourselves and you're going, yep, this this is doing the trick, I guess. <laughs> it's, it's just a cheap, if you don't know, it's a cheap whiskey that gets the job done. And I buy four pints of it because I'm getting the ones from behind the counter because they're, like, the handheld ones. And I get some blue Powerade. Emily gets a bottle of Absolute. And I I don't even know what she mixed it with. I think she got some juice or, like, some lemonade or something. But we get all this shit. We go to one of those freaking, you know, touristy beach stores. I get a pretty badass swimsuit, if I say so myself. One of my favorites. But... Eventually, I blew the crotch out of it, Uh, and that'll be another story because that's pretty embarrassing when that happened because it's a swimsuit, so when you blow the crotch out, it's kind of shitty, but at the time, it was awesome, so I got that, and we were heading to the beach, and turns out Ryan frickin' Spano, the legend, the legend from episode two of Pointless Stories Podcast, my homie is somehow in South Audrey Island at the same time as us. So I text him. I'm like, yo, I'm sending you my location. Here's where we're at. We got tons of liquor and tons of beer. Come meet up with us. Like, I don't know what you're up to, but this is what we're doing. We're going to be posted right here. So, oh yeah. And we totally bought some sand toys, like a shovel and some buckets. And we're thinking, yeah, it'll be so fun to build sand castles when you're drunk. Because that's totally cool and normal and a thing that people do but (laughs) so we we load up all the shit we drag it all to the beach it's hot as shit and we just start slamming drinks and it's you know it's march it's not summertime i have no base tan i'm pasty white i'm i'm a white guy i i if it's winter time i'm not tan and i definitely didn't have a base tan and i am mr dumb who thinks i don't use sunscreen that's For pussies, I'm not using sunscreen. So (laughs) I go out there, no sunscreen. Emily's using tanning oil, like, you know, most people do when they go to the beach. And even that, you know, we're sitting there, we're on the beach, and pretty much I I created this really badass move for drinking. Now, if you've never heard of it, you probably haven't because I created it. It's just this little trick. What you do is you take a big swig of whiskey, and then you immediately drink a big swig of Powerade that's blue. And there's something in the blue that actually makes it not taste like whiskey anymore. It's like this weird science, you know, you could probably YouTube it. There's a couple conspiracies about it. But I was doing that to the point where I finished a pint of whiskey in about 30 minutes. Now, if you don't know anything about pints, a pint is 16 ounces. And if you don't know how many ounces are in a shot, it's one. So I have now drank 16 shots of whiskey in 30 minutes. And I don't even feel anything because of the fact that I did it in 30 minutes and there's no fucking way you could feel 16 shots in 30 minutes until it all goes into your bloodstream. So Ryan and his buddy, I don't even, i could, honest to God I couldn't tell you what his, who his buddy was because I'm a piece of shit because I drank a pint of whiskey before he got there. But he shows up, I'm acting a fool, I probably made a fool of myself trying to be cool because Ryan's probably one of the coolest dudes I know. And I'm trying to be a big shot. I'm trying to drink all this whiskey with him and I don't even know if he drank any of the whiskey I think he may have had a couple beers which kind of kicked it with us for a little bit But it was so crazy seeing him. I was all turned up because I saw him I just kept drinking all this whiskey and I kept getting super drunk and so Turns out I end up drinking two pints of whiskey and two Powerades, all on the beach in the middle of the day on a Saturday. On spring break in South Padre Island. And if you've ever done that. You know. You may have fallen asleep on the beach. Who knows. You know. Your girlfriend. Maybe just like hanging out in the sand. Building cool shit with sand castle stuff. And you just end up falling asleep for a little bit. Because it's you know. It's a little hot out. And, and you're just a little tired. But. <laughs> I ended up falling asleep. And. I wake up with the worst sunburn of my life. I I need to emphasize that, of my life. I had a tan line on my legs that lasted two years because of how bad this burn was. I'm talking Randy the Lobster or Larry the Lobster from SpongeBob Red on my whole body except for like this little swimsuit that was like riding up because I was in a chair when I fell asleep. And so I'm hammered. Wake up like, we got to get the fuck back to the hotel room because I'm super burnt. We got to carry all this shit back. And Emily, who watched me drink all this whiskey with Ryan, was keeping up with us the whole time, drinking absolute vodka and whatever she was mixing it with, and drank the whole fucking bottle. The whole bottle. And it wasn't a pint. It wasn't like a little, little bottle. It was like a big bottle. And she drank the whole thing to keep up with us. And I was working at the bar. So it was crazy. And so... Pretty much what happens is, we get super hammered, we walk back to the hotel room, and we're in misery. We're shivering and we're shaking because we're so freaking burnt and it's so cold in the hotel room and we're dying. And I'm not going to say that I threw up because I totally didn't because I was working at the bar and I had a pretty good tolerance on throwing up and I was obviously drunk, but Emily. I, we're convinced that Emily had alcohol poisoning because she was thrown up all night because she drank the whole bottle but then it was like we had to leave Sunday morning like right away so we miss Russ it was a total shit show where we're burnt to death we think we're like poisoned by all the alcohol but then we have to drive nine hours back to Denton where I have to work Sunday night patio bar in texas it's in march it's still hot it doesn't matter it's 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 still hot it's like 90 degrees so i'm driving back in my underwear because of how burnt i am and then i remember oh shit, we have to stop by like the border control little checkpoint because we're coming from the island and they got to make sure we're not bringing in drugs or people so i'd like put clothes on and i'm just like stinging like it's an extreme sunburn. I, I'm i telling you, like, I should have probably gone to a doctor it was so bad. I was redder than, I mean, I was just really red. I, It was crazy. We ended up stopping at, like, some sketchy Subway on the way home because we finally ate something because we could finally eat, like, almost the whole way home. Like, we were just dead. Like, we didn't eat anything for dinner that night. All we had was, like, the whiskey and the vodka, and that's it. Pretty much all of Saturday. And so we finally get a Subway sandwich. We finally get home. I go to work. I'm so red that I... And I'm so dumb. I wore a fucking red Hawaiian shirt. So not only am I bright red, now I'm like glowing red because my shirt's red too. And everyone just thinks it's absolutely hilarious to slap on my sunburn. But we ended up making this trip happen within like 24 hours of the idea forming with the pocket money I made from the couple shifts that I had and the money that Emily had in her bank account. And we had some of the most fun and the craziest time with no planning, super spontaneous trip back when we were way younger. And I will never forget it. It was one of the best times we ever had. And it is just one of the most memorable stories I have. And I'm so glad that Emily submitted it. I can't wait for more people to submit some stories. I've been talking to so many people once this gets, you know, really lifted off and we're, you know, in the studio with the lights, with the cameras, ready to say action, you know, it's going to be just insane. There's going to be so many stories told with all my homies. I've been I've been literally just talking to my friends so much lately, sharing stories because of this podcast coming up. And I'm just so excited for what this turns into. But if you have a story and you don't you know, want to tell it over the air yourself Uh, right now or you are not a good storyteller but you're a great writer send in your stories to share my story at pointless-stories.com I'd love to share them on the air I'd love to give you a shout out let me know what you have going on thank you guys so much for everyone that's listened to the episodes that we've posted so far I just love jumping on here and talking to you guys Um, I'm a storyteller this is this is what I love to do so thank you everyone who's checked it out so far Um, definitely check us out on you know, YouTube, we're going to be posting videos. Check us out on Instagram. Uh, I've been doing all this drawing because I have this iPad that I have and I love drawing and I finally have a reason to draw some cool shit. And I think the art's pretty cool. I don't know if y'all do, but definitely give us a follow. Tell your friends. Uh, But yeah, tune in next week. Uh, I'm going to be telling another insane pointless story on pointless stories podcast. Thanks for tuning in y'all.